You are listening to the Mentally Strong Choice Mapping Podcast. I am Dr. B, a doctoral prepared psychiatric mental health nurse practitioner with over 20 years of clinical experience. However, my real expertise comes from having experienced unimaginable hardship. As a result, I created Choice Mapping, a cognitive behavioral approach. Listen and learn how Choice Mapping makes you mentally stronger. Hi, I'm Dr. B, psychiatric nurse practitioner. Today I'm going to be talking about how we process um, information, how we process the world, how it affects us emotionally and mentally. So understanding how you do that allows you to learn how to be mentally strong. We talk a lot in choice mapping on organizing the things that go on in your brain so that you can choose to do something about it and you can work towards those personal visions. But everybody's different. How we process the world, how we process information, how we develop mentally and emotionally. And um, there's so many aspects of that. Today, I'm going to be talking about two continuums that um, I see in people. One is the continuum of being an empath, an empath over here, and maybe on this side, someone who is very selfish. In, in our mindset, we think bad and good, right? But if you are too empathetic, you um, are taking on other people's bad energy, other people's problems. It's emotionally draining. It's not good for you. And I can say that from experience because I'm, I'm definitely an empath. I'm overly sensitive. I, I am emotionally drained um, from other people's stress. I, I hate conflict. I avoid conflict. Um, these are all signs of an empath. When something bad is going on, even in the world, like I, I feel some emotional stress from that. That's not good. Uh, that's not good for me. That's not good for my mental health. And I remember when I was a kid and a young adult, uh, I was really even told that being oversensitive was bad and that you know people didn't like that. But it's actually gotten me where I am, right? I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner. I, I help hundreds of people. And so these are all good qualities that I've learned to respect in myself and enjoy in myself. And I know that there are many people who feel that they are an empath and they take pride in that. And we want to take pride in who we are, but we also need to be able to set personal boundaries. So when you look at that continuum, we're always like, oh, the empath, you know, they're so loving, they care about everybody, but they might be dying inside because it's so much stress on them because they're, they have their own stress, then they then they're taking on other people's, right? But then we look at the, the self person that we might identify as selfish and that um, we think of that as a negative. However, they are taking care of themselves, maybe to an extreme, but we can learn something from that because they're not emotionally drained at the end of the day. They are not taking on other people's stress, Right? So when we talk about a continuum, everything is about balance. When we talk about being mentally strong, it's about a balance. So you're, you know, you're an empath, that's great. You need to learn personal boundaries and how to take care of yourself. Um, I often call a friend of mine and start ranting and ranting about all of the things that are bothering me. And over 50% of them are not even my problems. <laughs> They're somebody else's. Um, or even, you know, world or system problems um, that, you know, I'm allowing to affect my mood that day, 
right? That is not healthy. That person always says to me, you can't fix the world. <laughs> um, so my goal in kind of expressing these things is that if we take care of ourselves, each and every one of us, and somewhere get in the middle of that continuum, that we'll all be healthier, that there'll be less stress um, for each of us individually and collectively, right? So think about it for a minute. If you were to have to scale your empath from zero to 10, um, 10 being a, you know extreme empath and you feel like you have the weight of the world on your shoulders, and the zero being, no, I'm, I'm all into myself, which you probably wouldn't admit, but <laughs> um, kind of put yourself on that continuum. And I wanna challenge you that somewhere close to five is actually what's healthy. If you find yourself being way too selfish, then you need to be more empathetic. I just did a whole video on being empathetic to our fellow Americans and their experience here. Another continuum that we talk about is how we process information. I, I think most people know or think they know what an introvert and an extrovert is, right? And again, it's often taught as a black and white, oh, you're either an introvert or you're an extrovert. And again, it's about balance and a continuum, right? You have extreme extrovert and an extreme introvert, and then you have a continuum somewhere in the middle. And you know, if I when I personally evaluate, I always come out strong on extrovert. And people think, oh, that's you know, you're social, you're likable, you're always out there having fun. That's not what extrovert and introvert is about. It is about how you process information. So when I have a problem, I have I have to actually talk to somebody else about it, talk it out. An introvert prefers to process it internally. Um, and then hopefully talk it out externally. And in the extreme, those neither one of those is healthy. In the extreme introvert, they process everything internally. So they're only getting their own feedback. They're, they're constantly in their head and they're not um, you know, experiencing you know, how others may see that by processing it externally. So again, if we look at this continuum, can we get somewhere in the middle, right? Um, I don't know if I could be somewhere in the middle there. I mean, I'm always going to lean towards extrovert. And if you're an introvert, you may always lean towards introvert. However, understanding that you need to do both. Um, and I actually am just learning this. I won't tell you how old I am, but I should have learned this earlier. <laughs> um, that I need to process things internally. Yes, I can process them externally and that is helpful for me and that's how I prefer to do it. But the time that I have alone um, helps me spiritually, mentally. I've done the most creative work when I'm processing internally, right? But I'm kind of an extreme extrovert, so here I am sharing on a, a YouTube channel about what I'm experiencing internally. Um, but I've learned so much by kind of going into myself and, um, and you can do that with choice mapping. You know, we, we start with a thought map and we kind of get everything out around a thought and start to process that there's these connections and, um, and sometimes you have to take that time 
to do that internal work. So my challenge to the extrovert is to stop, meditate, pray, do that internal work. My challenge to the introvert, do some time processing with your friends, people that are close to you. We all need that at least one or two trusted people that we can process with. I'm not saying you go and, and try to become an extrovert. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying challenge yourself that if you're just always inside of yourself and inside of your head, that might be exhausting for you. And it's not um, the healthiest way. The healthiest way is to have a balance between processing internally and externally. Just like when I talked about there's a balance between that being an empath and actually being selfish sometimes. We call it self-care is the politically correct way to say that, right? Uh, but you have to take care of yourself. We cannot always, and I'm talking to myself when I say this, uh, we cannot always uh, be taking on the energy um, and the emotions of others. And I've, you know, I, I have had to learn how to do that with my patients. And I think it happened easier with my patients because I could put up a professional boundary. But with my friends, with, with um, community problems, I end up kind of taking on uh, emotionally things that don't belong to me. And I have to step back and say, okay, this is not mine. I'm going to do my best to understand, uh, but I'm also going to take care of myself. And we always talk about self-care as, um, oh, you know, going to get your toes done or something. If that's what may, helps you check out and take care of yourself, that's great. But when I say self-care, I'm really talking about personal boundaries of caring for yourself. Personal boundaries that allow you to be mentally strong. Personal boundaries that allow you to, you know, identify and organize what's going on in your brain so that you can choose to be happy. You know, we, we all, uh, many people in the, you know, um, self-improvement world will say, you know, just choose to be happy. It's all will. And I'm saying you've got to do some internal work. If you're just waking up, choosing to be happy, um, maybe you're just putting up a facade and that might break. And so taking that time to understand who you are, how you process information, how you process uh, things that happen to you, and learn to be stronger in that. And learn to um, take pride in, the, in your qualities that, um, that are good. But, and even if the world says that they're bad, I think, you know, I, I experienced a lot of this when I was younger, of the things that people told me would not bring me success, being oversensitive, being emotional, um, I was told that those things would not bring me success and we're going to prove them wrong, right? We are going to um, show the world that you can learn to be mentally strong, that you can be emotional and be proud of those emotions, but also be able to I identify, organize them and not allow them to overtake you, that you have control of that. Self-control is important, but to have self-control, you have to have some insight. So one of my favorite sayings is insight equals confidence. So take the time, kind of decide where you are on that continuum of 
empathy, and selfish, and try to get yourself in the middle. Identify where you are on that introvert versus extrovert, and challenge yourself to move closer to the middle. Okay, so I hope this kind of prompted some internal thinking about how you process information, how you can be stronger in processing that information. And um, so like, share the video. Uh, this whole channel is about learning to be mentally strong. Um, like, subscribe, share, and remember that it's in you and you are mentally strong. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about choice mapping, visit our website, www.mentallystrong.com. And remember, choice mapping makes you mentally stronger.